Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy say, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Maddie J Podcast on a Friday night in an undisclosed location. Doesn't everybody say that? Yeah, fuck that, dude. We're in a disclosed location. College Park, Maryland, in a closet with great acoustics. Um, I'm your host, Maddie J. Uh, thanks for listening, especially those of you in the Eastern Bloc and, uh, and Australia and Germany. You guys are my main areas besides the good old US of A that are just tuning in left and right. And, uh, you know, there's been some stinkers in there. You know, when you make like a year's worth of podcasts, there's going to be some stinkers. So I appreciate you guys hanging in. What's up, everybody, dude? What's up, everybody, dude? <laughs> um, if you can't tell, I'm a little ant. I don't know why. Just fucking ready to do some shit and you know i have no reason to be amped whatsoever because tomorrow my day consists of painting and going to see my parents maybe i'm amped because i know today's the only day i got man so i gotta live it up so i'm doing so by uh drinking a new type of wine that I haven't had before. It's called Apothic Red. It's the winemaker's blend. Yes, in case you were wondering. Um, it's rich and smooth, and it's from California. How do I know this? Well, I read the bottle. And um, I also saw that the price was $9.99. So I figured, hey, that looks like the wine for me. So I'm going to try it. Um, cheers, everybody. Uh if you're new to the Maddie J podcast, or if you're an old timer, or if you're somewhere in between, you're on the fence. You don't really know if uh, if you're going to stick with the podcast or not. Um, you know, I have nothing to offer you except just keep listening. And what we do is we just drink the whole time. That's the main thing. Unless I'm really, really hungover, in which case uh, I just drink water and try not to die which was last week um so cheers everybody to uh to friday or saturday depending on where you are when they said rich and smooth boy they weren't kidding man shit is so good uh i will be having this again one sip and it was a no doubter once again that's apothic red the winemaker's blend, you know. This, if you're a winemaker, this is the blend that you would drink. If you're also cheap as fuck. So let's say you own a multi-million dollar winery. And you have the means to buy anything. But you really want to leave something for your kids. So you're, you know, you're like pinching pennies. This is the wine for you. Also, if you're a degenerate asshole who makes podcasts in his closet, or if you're the type of person who will thankfully listen 
to a degenerate asshole making podcasts in his closet. This is your wine. So hopefully I've given it a, a ringing endorsement, and I will uh, I will wait for a uh, advertisement check. Anyway, how's your how's your week going, ladies and gents? I uh, went through a lot this week. Actually, I, before we really get into the nitty gritty, I I should have done this before, but like I said, I was super amped. I really really have to shit right now and i'm kind of like doing that thing where i'm pacing i can feel the pressure down there and i actually thought about doing this i I thought about just doing like sitting on the toilet pooping while doing like the intro and everything and then like flushing the toilet and then you guys would realize i had been on the toilet i just didn't want to do that to you (laughs) so instead i'm talking about how I have to take a shit really badly and I'm just not doing it when there's a toilet readily available. I don't know if this happens to anybody else though. Like I have this thing and it's just, maybe it's like an anxiety trigger, but like I don't really have to poop ever when I'm in the car or whatever, unless like, you know, I had a bad lunch, but like I'm fine by myself. You know, when I'm the one and I know that I can pull over, reach a destination, you know, let her blow and, you know, continue my journey, um, I'm good. But the second I get in a fucking Uber, I have, I just have to poop. Even if I didn't even eat anything that day, I'm just like, it's just like something triggering psychologically. And like I said, I got to, you know, I'm having dinner with my parents tomorrow and, you know, the drive's about an hour. I'm debating in my head, you know, do I Uber because there's going to be some drinks or do I just chance it to depend on myself not to really drink that much? And let's face it, how often the fuck does that happen? Or do I get in an Uber and have to feel like I'm going to poop for two <laughs> For two hours. I mean, that's the classic dilemma. Would you rather poop or feel like you have to poop? (laughs) Yes, I would love to poop for two hours. But would you rather feel like you had to poop for two hours or go to a party driving knowing that you're going to drink and possibly take that chance? You know, that's a very heavy option, and I decided on option number two because I'm so afraid of pooping my pants in an Uber that I will just I will just not drink that much and drive tomorrow. So anyway, uh, I don't know if that's just me or uh, anybody else has that problem. You know, you got people with different problems all over the world. You got chronic masturbators. You have, uh, you know, this one lady on My Strange, she, she, My Strange Addiction, she eats uh, tartar sauce with every meal, you know, you got a lot of, uh, you got a lot of people who, um, for instance, you know, in, in Hollywood who enjoy sexual acts with people who they really shouldn't be doing that with. Uh, my thing is I, I just have to poop since I get in an Uber. I mean, you know, out of all those things, that's, 
you know, it doesn't seem that bad when you put it in context. Anyway, uh, cheers, everyone. I hope everybody's having a good weekend so far. Good weekend! Dude, speaking of that, I, I realize I haven't been very, uh, how should I say? I haven't been very diligent in my following of the English Premier League. Uh, specifically Everton. Because like I said a few weeks ago, I know what's coming. And, you know, I'm definitely going to tune in for it. It's just the timing has to be right. So I got to get the timing just right to where, you know, they're kind of like middling along, tying a bunch of games. Then I'll start watching. Then a few weeks later, they'll start getting on like a huge fucking winning streak. And then... You know, come Christmas time, they'll be riding a high. They'll be in like third, fourth place, looking great. And then they'll come and play either Liverpool or Manchester City after the break. They'll lose that like 4-0, and then they'll just start their epic collapse back to, back to from anywhere from 7th to 10th place. So I already know what's going to happen. So I'm kind of just waiting for that sweet spot, maybe in like... Uh, October, November, um, where they, you know, that, that whole cycle is going to start over again. And you can relive that with me every single year if you want. You know, we'll be on Maddie J podcast season three, four, five by then. And uh, we'll still be talking about the same shit that Everton does. And you'll notice the cycle if you listen long enough. And uh, you'll be able to identify the key pieces of my personality shift in <laughs> as I'm talking about them throughout the season. So so to 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 answer anybody who's kind of wondering, I mean, why haven't I talked about Premier League? It's like it's not the right time yet. It's not the right time. Give it a good 4 weeks when they're starting to tie some games and you know, I haven't caught up the last couple of weeks, so let me just see what they're doing. Usually right now they're starting to they're just starting to tie games. So what do we got here? Give me some table. Give me some table action. Alright, so they're already in eighth, which means actually earlier than usual they're starting to tie and, and lose some games. So uh that's precisely what happened. Um August and September, great months. October so far, a draw and a loss. All right, so I might have to start earlier than usual um, following this absolute train wreck of a franchise. But hey, I love them. And dude, probably another reason I'm so pumped, next weekend, next weekend, I'm going to fucking go with Parks to the Florida-Georgia football game in Jacksonville. The greatest tailgate in the eastern Western Hemisphere. <laughs> I do have a hard time believing that they tailgate in the Eastern Hemisphere, but, you know, I could be wrong. Does Hawaii... No, nah, that's Western, right? Where does the Eastern Hemisphere end? 
And how would I get the answer to that question without talking to anyone? I don't know. I'm going to find this out right now. Where... It sounds like a fucking Radiohead song. Where does the Eastern Hemisphere end and the Western Hemisphere begin? Where do that... Where does the Eastern... Where does re-water? That's what I typed. See, this is why I can't do it. Fuck it. I'm going to guess that it's over just just to the west of the Midway Islands. Um, the Midway Atoll, so to speak. Um, anyway, I'm guessing anyone from the Midway Islands all the way over to, you know, eastern Siberia is probably not tailgating you know so this would make this tailgate the biggest tailgate in the entire world possibly the universe i can't really see uh you know the grays as they call them tailgating i feel like if you're that advanced of a civilization civilization (laughs) i feel like you're if, if you're that advanced of a civilization you don't really need to get fucked up like, you getting fucked up is, like, living, not even living, just watching vicariously in your hovercraft as human beings are walking the earth doing just incredibly dumb shit, and you're just trying to understand. It's like us trying to understand why moths uh, don't, you know, you can just... All you got to do is flick on a light and kill them, you know, and they just don't get it. They just don't fucking get it. And you can you can kill a moth right in front of another moth, and that second moth will fucking fly right into the light again so you can kill that one, you know? I feel like that kind of translates to to the greys watching humans. Um, I could be wrong, though. You know, I'm not an expert. Also, I always wondered... The the so-called experts on all these phenomenon, whether it's like, uh, you know, Bigfoot or aliens or uh, what else? Loch Ness Monster or the Yeti, but that's the same as Sasquatch. But like any expert in the field oh, of cryptozoology, you know, it's pretty all-encompassing with Bigfoot and all that, or a, a ufologist. Like, what do you, how do you become a ufologist? At what point are you, like, people just generally agree, okay, yeah, this guy, he's a ufologist now. He's gone to the seminars. He's stayed at the Little Alien. He's gone to Roswell and provoked the U.S. Army at the borders of Area 51. Okay, he's officially a ufologist. And, you know a cryptozoologist, right? Because cryptozoology is not really recognized by the American Academy of the Sciences. <laughs> um, like, I would know anything about that. Um, but yeah, like, as far as being an expert on Bigfoot or creatures thereof, like, w- at what point do you become an expert on that? Is it like after 35 days in the woods making whooping sounds is that when you become a cryptozoologist and you just think you've heard something and you just you never capture any evidence whatsoever 
of anything that you've heard. You just have, you know, anecdotal um, stories from a guy named Jim Bob who lives in the Oregon wilderness, you know, and like your own collection of scary shit that happened to you that was probably a squirrel dropping nuts on your tent in the middle of the night and you thought it was a Bigfoot throwing rocks. Like, at what point do you become... I mean, you first of all, I think the first requirement, you got to totally give up on your life. You just got to be like, all right, fuck it. I'm never getting laid again. So I might as well be in a community that just completely accepts me. Because once I put this ufologist label on myself, you know, I'm not going to fuck anyone unless it's like this a female ufologist and you know i just picture a female ufologist like just the most giant bush <laughs> you could possibly have on a woman um because in this reality that i've created in my mind right now uh the ufologist woman is just just never shapes just just disgusting muff (laughs) and you you gotta dive if you ever want if you ever want to get laid again you gotta dive head first into the bush and i'm not talking about the woods (laughs) and you know (laughs) and go for it you gotta be the first guy to get on that but in general i feel like once you put the ufologist slash bigfoot cryptozoologist label on yourself i mean you pretty much given up right and i made this point like and other people have to countless times like you know there is a certain type of person who does that you just never see a normal person like yeah yeah you know i study ufos it's just a hobby no it's like if you study ufos it has to become your obsession and you must also give up on any semblance of uh, having a normal life slash wanting to uh, experience the pleasures of the of the flesh. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my whole theory on it. Uh, if you have your own theory, uh, why don't you go ahead and visit maddiejpodcast at gmail dot com. It's it's a great uh it's a great email address. I've uh I've been there many times. I've checked it and uh it's uh, so far I've gotten two advertisements from Google. It's been quite nice. I uh I do monitor it every once in a while. I'm just hoping one of these days somebody's going to have the fucking balls to send me an email. And uh you know what? I will read it. I will read it and I will love it because it means this, this show is interactive. Oh, dude. All right. So the app that I use to record this podcast, because this is fucking professional as shit, right? It will be after this winter I'm to get some professional equipment. But the app that I use for this is starting to introduce video podcasts so what i can do is live broadcast from the closet the video will be available on spotify 
and uh, the audio will still be available on Apple and Overcast and all those other platforms. But, dude, how awesome is that, man? Something I've been talking about for fucking months. I was just thinking about it the other day. I was like, how the fuck am I going to get this podcast on the video? Like, how do I do that? I don't know how, like, you know, like, obviously Joe Rogan has a fucking trillion dollars, so he can do anything he wants. But I'm like, how do you, how do you, like, hook that up? Like, how do you make, like, is it motion sensing cameras? Like, obviously, I'm not going to fucking hire a producer (laughs) for a podcast with, like, a couple of dozen listeners, you know, per, per week. I get more, you know, people go back in the history sometimes. But, like, yeah, obviously, like, how the fuck do I control the camera and shit? And now I don't have to figure that out. But I will say, like, it did say now accepting applications for your podcast to uh to have video so like of course you got to apply which means you know they're looking for people who have like a hundred thousand weekly listeners <laughs> so if you guys can get me up to a hundred thousand perhaps i can uh i can set up some some video equipment in uh, the closet, but what realistically is going to happen is that, um, I'm just going to wait until, you know, the application process and the fucking people who are supposed to have the video, get the video. And then eventually maybe by season three, they'll have a technology where like, I can, I can just do it. The lay person, the fucking asshole who records, you know, that nobody fucking cares, <laughs> which is like ninety nine percent of podcasts actually. So, I am the ninety nine percent. Um, we'll have we'll finally have access to uh, to just do it, you know, no matter what. So, looking forward to that day, man. I'll give you a tour of the closet. It'll be great. Um, and you can see. It's going to be really hard for me to, like, stay still. Because when I'm in the closet, you know, I'm looking around every which way. I'm moving my hands. You know, like, uh, remember those and one basketball videos? I'm kind of like that. I'm just crouching. Sometimes I'm on all fours. You know. (laughs) Sometimes I really got a shit, so I'm, like, pacing around and just trying to avoid having to go. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously I'll stay still if, you know, this is really going to happen with the video. So anyway, I'm pumped to do it. Can't wait for you guys to, uh, see my stupid fucking noggin and, uh, hope that no one fucking notices me (laughs) from like an important part of my life. Like someone from my church is trying to look up scriptures of Matthew like, oh, a podcast about the book of Matthew. Let me check this out. And it's me talking about ufology and women with Bush. And, uh, you know, somebody calls my mom. And then, you know, the podcast gets shut down. No, fuck that. If mom knows, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Nothing's going to stop the fucking momentum of the podcast. Anyway, I've been talking about God knows what. 
Uh, this is a sports podcast, so let's talk about the sport that everybody wants to talk about. Um, uh, professional cornhole. So, uh, I don't know if you caught the last tournament on ESPN3, but, uh, there's this dude named Rhino who absolutely owns the sport. And you know what's funny? I got a friend named Rhino who fucking kicks everyone's ass at Cornhole. So, uh, really reminds me of him. If you do ever check out ESPN3, like, I think every year they do, like, an ESPN8, the Ocho, like, kind of like a a playoff of the Dodgeball movie. But, like, sometimes they'll have an ESPN3-type deal where they'll show just, like, random dart tournaments and shit. If that ever does, like, get on TV, you gotta fucking watch that. So much fun. Because, like, you wouldn't think of it, but it's so true in every fucking sport. There's the same characters over and over and over again. There's the overconfident douche that everyone hates, but like always wins. There's the up and comer who always gets second place to the douche and the douche just mocks him for it. And like, you know, they're always in the final just battling it, battling it off. And like everybody is rooting for the up and comer and the douche wins. So you got that, you got that pair. You got like the stylish dude, the dude in the sport who just fucking just fucks, just bangs every every chick who's going to the event. You could just tell. So you got him, and then you got like the the guy who looks like he has no business, just like a nerdy fucking douche. Just no business. Looks like he cal- calculates the angles and the velocity, whatever the fuck he's doing as he's throwing just picture like a terminator like you know when you see behind the terminator arnold schwarzenegger's eyes and it's like just like calculating everything there's that guy there's always that guy and dude this applies to poker too like any fucking sport that's not like a mainstream fucking sport you'll always find these types of characters and then you'll 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 find like the fucking the young guy who's like who's also super cocky and just trying to prove himself to the old timers. You'll always see this shit in every like non-mainstream sport. It's just funny how no matter what you watch, the same types of characters are fucking in it and they've been all been doing it for 25 years just like any other sport. Like all they've been doing their whole lives is dedicating their talents to this. And uh you didn't know about this sport like two minutes before it came on TV, but this guy's been doing it 25 years and he's the best and he's the cocky douche. So I'm trying to think in the podcasting world, am I the up and coming cocky motherfucker? Or am I, uh, am I just the nerd (laughs) calculating angles? I don't know, man probably just the guy that fucks <laughs> definitely not anyway uh yeah man crack open a beer let's uh let's take this opportunity to uh to thank the good lord for uh blessing us with alcohol and another day so cheers see people watching from church i made up for it
Anyway, man, fucking Ravens, you know, you know, dude, they just continue to roll, man. Go to last week against a fucking really good Chargers team, really fucking good team. And uh, I watched a lot of film this week, uh, like from the guys who do it. Um, Shout out to uh, Chris Sims Unbuttoned, did a great little 15 minuter on our defense holding Justin uh Herbert back and then uh my guy Sip to Tally who's this guy who moved from Mississippi to Tallahassee and he's a giant Ravens fan just in Florida so he breaks down film too um name of the game though is we just shut the fuck down their offense just Justin Herbert couldn't do anything. And our defense is fucking bad. So I don't know what kind of fucking black magic shit Harbaugh and uh, Don Martindale, our defensive coordinator, uh, pulled off to, like, just game plan for that in a short week. But it's just like, dude, like, how blessed are we to have Harbaugh, Lamar, and company um, and we finally uh, saw Batman make his debut. Three catches, three first downs, a couple of tough catches there. Did a nice little spin move and a, and a fucking stiff arm on some dude's noggin. Uh, really liked his debut, man. He's going to be a fucking stud if he can keep it up. Um, he looked like a little timid, a little nervous, and then once he got the ball a couple of times, he was starting to like like the the fourth or fifth time he got the ball. That's when he did the spin move. So, um, really happy for him. Didn't drop. He drops. I shouldn't say that. It's <laughs> about to say he didn't drop a pass, but yeah, a pass hit him like right off the chest, and it got intercepted. Uh, but you know, those things happen. And hey, you know who am I to criticize? Hollywood fucking Brown drops three wide-open touchdowns. And, yeah, I'm not going to forget about that. Um, If he can drop three wide-open touchdowns and and be good, then, you know, Batman's going to be good. So I'm just really happy that uh, he made his debut finally. Like, we've been having shit fucking luck with injuries and amazing luck on the field. Like I said before, I'm along for the fucking ride, dude. We now have the best record, well, tied for the second best record in football. I don't know how, I don't know how long this can last. The Ravens just pulling games out of their fucking ass. But you know what? I'm along for the ride and whatever they can give, I appreciate. You know, 19 point comeback win the week before. 28 point blowout this week. So... I mean, you just, if you're a Ravens fan, you just, you have to be content with what they've given you, given what they can and should be giving you. Like, they should, this should be a three and three, you know, four and two tops, really three and three team that's just finding ways to fucking, fucking, (laughs) finding ways to fucking win games, dude. And uh, I couldn't be prouder of him. Uh, I'm just going to keep watching. We got like f- fucking 
three, four straight home games. So that should be nice. Nice little stretch. Next week when I'm in Jacksonville with Parks, the Ravens aren't playing, so I don't have shit to fucking worry about. Um, I'll just be appreciating the sport and just, you know, lots of alcohol. Um, and I'm not sure yet if I'm doing a live podcast with Parks or if I'm just going to wing it on Thursday. Uh, I'll talk to him later this week, but uh, either can be arranged. Um, it's kind of a bummer because like there's really nothing in Jacksonville like downtown hotel wise that's less than like four hundred dollars a night, and they know what they're doing for this fucking game. So we're like obviously we want to pay we don't want to pay four hundred dollars a night, so we stayed about thirty minutes from town in something that's uh, a lot cheaper and uh, there's really nothing near it, and I did like street view. I don't know. I'm a fucking nerd. What can I say? I did a fucking street view. I did a fucking street view of uh of what's around and just kind of looks like a regular ass suburban neighborhood with an Applebee's. Or is it Chili's? I don't know. Fridays. That's what it is. It's one of those three. So you know it's gonna be fucking awesome around there. Um, but you know what? I don't give a shit. We'll go to just get wasted at Applebee's or whatever. So, dude, I'm looking forward to it so much. And uh, as much as I'm shitting on it, just a little bit, but as much as I'm shitting on it, Jacksonville is actually a really nice town. If you can go to Jacksonville Beach, right on the beach there is fucking really nice. Water's warm. The sluts are hot. And uh, the women are too. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I've taken up enough of your time. Um, I don't really even know what the fuck I was talking about for most of that, but thank you for tuning in. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, hopefully we'll get Parks on. If not, uh, you'll be listening to my jabroni fucking egg. You know what? I'm going to hit you with a fucking egg. Dude, I still got to watch The Sopranos. I'm that guy. That guy that hasn't seen The Godfather or uh, Sopranos, and I know. You're probably throwing your phone down or making a a, a puke-vomiting motion with your head and face area at the news that I have not seen The Godfather. Or you're just looking at your coworker across the cube just incredulously. Or you're just like, you know, just shaking your head, closing your eyes to yourself and just, you know, just, just a disappointment. And you're rethinking whether or not you should really keep listening to this podcast. Um, yeah, I haven't seen either one of those. I really got to catch up. Um, you know what? I hear the music in The Sopranos really fucking good. Probably the best part of the series. So I got to catch that. You know what? I feel like if I just listen to the soundtrack, I'll just know what happens. Like, I kind of want to I wanna call up BMAS and be like, dude, should I just listen the soundtrack of the sopranos is that gonna is that gonna tell me everything i need to know i don't know man i uh i hope you guys have a good week i've taken up enough of your time cheers if you can uh check out apothic red the winemakers blend really um 9.99 in stores really good fucking wine it's rich and smooth it says it's right on the bottom and uh this is probably the smoothest I'd give it about top three, Rich, 
but one of the smoothest I've uh, I've drank so far. So have a good Saturday, everybody. Have a good week. I'll be reporting live either from my closet or in Jacksonville, Florida in an undisclosed hotel. <laughs> um, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Have a good week. Take care, everybody in Australia, everybody in Germany, everybody in the USA, everybody in Estonia. Really, the whole Eastern Bloc uh, really got some great support there. So uh, keep it up and uh, keep your head up. And I know Putin's trying to lay down the iron fist, but you know what? Tell him all the irons in Finland. All right. You already tried to invade there. You know? How'd that go? Actually, it went pretty well. They won the war. Well, you know what? Just for the sake of the podcast um anyway i'll uh, i'll talk to you guys next week take it easy